I'm your host, Rufi Castro, and welcome to the Epicenter Fresno podcast. The preaching Get Up and Go was originally preached on January 8th, 2023. And on that Sunday, we actually came out of the book of 2 Kings, uh, beginning at chapter number 7. We started with verse number 3. I do want to give a little bit of background on this because when we look at Scripture um, and we look at 2 Kings 7, there is a prophecy. It's a huge prophecy that the prophet um, obviously has prophesied. And uh, what it's what it's saying is that there's a famine, but the word of the Lord comes to the prophet and says that by the end of it all, things are going to be like super cheap. So right now here in 2023, uh, you know, we are in Fresno. Um, our country is going through uh, basically a recession. I'm not, I'm not going to get you know, all political or anything like that, but prices are up, especially uh, the prices of eggs um, because of the uh, the bird flu. So when you go to the store to buy uh, some eggs, uh, you realize that they're $2, $3, $5 more expensive than what they originally were. So keeping that in mind, there is a famine that hit the land in 2 Kings chapter 7. And there's a prophecy that says that by the time it's all said and done, the goods that the people need will be relatively cheap, like very, very cheap. But in verse number 3, it almost seems like the writer switches gears because we go from verse one, two, three, or excuse me, verse one and two, which is a prophecy. And then in verse number three, he starts telling us a story about these four men that have leprosy that are outside the city gates. So what has happened is that Syria has taken over. Syria is inside the city gates. Um, Syria has conquered uh, the city. Um, and even with that being said, you know, there's still a famine in the land. So you have these four individuals who the Bible does not give us their names. The only description we have is that they, they have leprosy. So leprosy is a disease, um, according to scripture, um, it's a disease where the flesh begins to rot and it's a very contagious disease. In fact, they had leprous colonies which was a place where um, people with leprosy, they would live. They would live all together. And when they went out in public, they had to cover themselves and they actually had to yell the words unclean, unclean to let people know, like, I have leprosy. Don't get close to me. Uh, it's contagious. You'll get it too. So when you think of that particular disease, you know, it, 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 it rots the flesh. Uh, pieces of flesh are missing from the individual. It's, it's a horrible disease with no cure. Now, there's a lot of tying into leprosy uh, being uh, a type and figure uh, of sin, uh, and that is very true. Uh, in this story, it, it actually goes a different route. So these four individuals are outside the city. There's a famine. They have leprosy. They've been conquered. And it just looks like everything looks, looks bad. There's no, there's no winning this. Uh, if they don't die because of the leprosy, they're going to die because of the starvation. And uh, they're basically out there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And one of the individuals tells the others, why are we out here, you know, sitting around? What are we doing out here? 
we go into the city, you know, that we should go in. If we go in, uh, one of two things could happen. Either the Syrians could just kill us or the Syrians might, you know, let us live. Even though there is a famine and the famine is in the city, because the Syrians took over the city, they have the food. What we did with this preaching is we're tying it into how many times we feel like we have our backs up against the wall with decisions that we have to make in life. Not all decisions are easy decisions and not all decisions are popular decisions. And this is where we have to make sure that we are in tune with God because we want to make sure decisions we make in life are according to his word, according to what is written in the word of God and not according to our own understanding. In fact, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding because our understanding is very limited Uh, And nobody knows the ways of the Lord. In fact, it is written, my ways are not your ways, saith the Lord. So sometimes in life, we do find ourselves with, with our back up against the wall, trying to figure out, do I go right? Do I go left? What do I do? And what makes those decisions even um, harder to make is that regardless of which way we turn, we're either going to end up hurt or we're going to end up hurting someone we love. So it's a it's a lose lose situation, and in this story, this is the way that these four men were feeling. One of the things that we need to understand as children of God is that because we do pray to God, uh, we worship Him, we praise Him, we bring our petitions before His throne. We have to remember that He continues to work things out, even while we are asleep. He continues to work things out when we may not think he's working it out. He continues to work on our behalf. The reason he does that, number one, he loves us, but he also does that because he knows the end from the beginning. So just because we're going through a situation and we feel like our prayers are bouncing off the ceiling, we feel like our prayers aren't even making it to the throne of God. It doesn't mean that God is not listening to our prayers. It doesn't mean that God is ignoring us. In fact, God is always working on the situation. How do we know this? Because when we continue reading, it switches from the four men with leprosy to what actually happened inside the city. In fact, what I'm about to tell you that happened inside the city, the four men with leprosy don't even know it has occurred. So the Bible continues to say in 2 Kings chapter 7 that what God did is that he allowed the Syrians to hear a loud noise, and the Bible describes it, the sound of chariots or the sound of many chariots. So there were no chariots. Uh, There wasn't an army coming uh, to attack. There wasn't anything like that. But God allowed the Syrian army to hear this sound of chariots. And the sound must have been so loud because the Bible lets us know that their hearts were filled with fear. Now, when you look at the Syrians and you look at like their armies, they're not, um, uh, they're not wimps. The, the, these men were, were rough and tough and they were ruthless. So for their hearts to be filled with fear, what they heard 
would have been very, very loud. It would have seemed like there was chariots coming um, to them all around them from the north, the south, the east, the west. They must have heard something that made them feel that they were completely 100% outnumbered, uh, that there was no possible way they were going to be able to win if there was a war, that they would end up being slaughtered. So the Bible says that when twilight came, that they ended up packing their bags. And um, and when I mean their bags, I don't mean their belongings or anything like that. I'm talking about they just packed up their weapons and, and they took off. Okay, when twilight came, they deserted that city. Now, mind you, the four men with leprosy have no idea this is going on. Because again, the Syrians heard the sound of many chariots. The men with leprosy did not. Because that sound was something that God produced in order for the Syrians to leave the city. So the Bible lets us know that they finally made the determination, we're going to go into the city gates. And if we die because the Syrians kill us, well, praise God. And if they let us live and leprosy is what ends up killing us, you know, praise God. They had nothing to lose. So the Bible says they went into the city and when they went inside the city gates, they realized that the city was completely deserted. And as they continue to walk in and and you have to really, really imagine this, right? We're going to go into the city. We think the enemy is in the city. So we're kind of freaking out. We're saying our last prayers, if you will. And, and we go through the city gates and we're walking slow and we're realizing that the city seems empty. We don't know if the Syrians are like on the back part of the city. We don't know if they're hiding somewhere. We don't know if they're up in the towers. So we're walking very slowly. And as we're walking, you know, slowly through the city, we're realizing that the city is in fact deserted. Not only is the city deserted, but the Bible says that when they start going into the tents of the Syrians, they find food and they find gold. They go to another tent and they find food, they find gold. They go to another tent, they find food, they find gold. So the whole premise of this preaching, get up and go, get up and go in, right? The whole premise of it is many times we have petitions and prayers that we submit to the throne of God, but for whatever reason, we ourselves don't enter into the throne of God. And what happens is that many times our prayers become very repetitious. Um, We tend to pray for the same thing over and over and over, not understanding that when I continue praying for the same thing over and over and over, what I'm doing is I'm dropping it uh, at the feet of Christ But in order for me to pray for that thing over again, that means I must have picked it up somewhere along the way and then dropped it at the feet of Christ. So it's it's almost like I'm offering like that same sacrifice over and over and over. And what God is saying, no, God is saying you you do the prayer. And I know and I understand that it seems like there's no way out. It seems like whatever decision you you're going to make is going to be hurtful. And what God is saying is like, make the decision to get up and just go because you've been sitting outside the city gates for how long thinking the enemy is still inside, thinking the Syrians are still inside and God is inviting you. You need to come on in because I've done a great work. 
And God can't show you his miracles. God can't show you my miracles until I make the decision to get up and go inside. Because once I go and go and get up and go inside, I'm going to be able to see what God has done. I'm going to be able to see the enemy actually is not there anymore. I'm going to be able to see that the blessings I've been praying for have been there the whole time. But I was too concerned trying to figure out what decision do I make? Do I just stay? Do I just go? Do I ask for counsel? Do I go to the psychologist? Do I go to the doctor? What do I do? And and what Jesus wants us to do is quit, quit all that. Go to God. You are a child of God. Go straight to God. Bypass go bypass the doctor, bypass the psychologist, bypass your best friend, take that thing to the throne of God. And when you leave the throne of God, when you left it at the feet of Christ, understand that the victory has already been won. So for for us, what does that mean for us? It means it's time for us to, to stand up. It's time for us to shake the dust off of our clothes, off of our feet, to make the determination to get up and go and enter into the presence of the Lord. Don't forget to check out our website at epicenterfresno.com where you will find links to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram.